Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago, and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical, with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. This is day two of the 31 days of Single on Purpose. Based on my brand new workbook, 31 Days of Single on Purpose, and you could grab that anywhere books are sold, um, Amazon if you want, and follow along. Now, these days don't have to be um, consecutive, meaning as you're listening to this, it still holds up. It's freestanding. It's uh, a single serving. So you don't have to listen to day one to get something out of day two. All right. So every day from here on out, I will start with a mantra. And the word mantra is derived from two Sanskrit words, manas, meaning mind, and tra, meaning tool. So today's mind tool is this. Love and relationships are only one part of my life, not my entire life. And uh, this mantra comes from my story. And I don't know if you can relate, but... In a lot of my relationships, early relationships, especially 20s and 30s, um, my relationship was my life, you know? And I think at that age, you don't have much of a life. <laughs> you're, you're going to college, you know, you're, you're, you're building something. I think you're at the ground floor. Um, you're having fun, and you are slowly learning about yourself and all of that. But you don't really have, like... A life life, right? Unless you already at that age have kids and a family and, you know, a career. I don't know. But for me, I didn't have any of those things. And so the person that I chose to love was my life. And and it felt great, you know. Losing yourself in someone feels amazing, does it not? Right? I mean, it's not healthy. It's not sustainable. But the feeling of that is, yeah, there's so much dopamine shooting into your head. And it also, um, when your relationship slash partner becomes your life, it's a great distraction from your own life, you know? So then you don't have to think about all the things that uh, you don't have in your life. So anyway, that mantra comes from that. And um, I think it's an important mantra that your relationship, that love is only one part of your life. It's not your entire life. And I especially think it's important when you're single because when we're single, I have so many clients that have a lot, meaning um, they have amazing careers, they've got great friends, and like every part of their life is solid except this one piece, which is they're single. And because of that, they put so much weight. It's like they're sitting at the table gambling and they're putting all their chips on love and dating and relationships instead of spreading the chips out you know into uh, uh, other areas of their life so um when you're single it's really important to not see love and relationships as your entire life it's hard to not see that when your other parts of your life are really good which is like ironic that because when things are good we don't remind ourselves daily we just start to see what we're lacking and if things are good we're like okay that's good i don't need to think about it but what i'm really missing if only this other thing would happen 
if I only met this person, if I had someone to love in my life, then things will be great, right? And so it's like the whole black light thing, right? Now we're just scanning for negative or what's missing. And so to tell yourself that your life is amazing, even if you don't have someone to love, because there's more to life than someone to love. And that's what today's theme is about. And so to do the to do, because every day has homework, is uh and you could write this down, you can think about it, you can say it to yourself, what's one thing you will do today to prove that life is not just about love and relationships? It doesn't have to be some big terrifying action. It can be one small action. I want the first domino. So here are some examples. Uh, start sketching out what creating your own business would look like. Start a blog, a newsletter, or a book. Just write something honest. If you were to start a nonprofit, what would that look like? Maybe start sketching that. Build something with your hands. Like literally. Like build, you know. I'm not saying you should go out and build an entire deck. <laughs> but uh, build something. There's something about, uh, especially today in this digital world, Building something with your hands, um, it feels amazing. You can lose track of time. And uh, if it's something that you, well, whether you enjoy it or not, just try it if you don't enjoy it or if you haven't. Take on a new hobby or an interest that you maybe you didn't have time for when you were in a relationship. Start a book club. You know, with this whole uh, single on purpose workbook, um, I have a lot of people starting little micro book clubs uh, at their coffee shop or you know at their church and um it's great because you're connecting with people the common thread being the topic of the book uh creating a conversation dialogue and not just um thinking about your quote-unquote problems paint something especially if you don't know how start a garden plant something plan a staycation take an online class on something you've always wanted to learn Take a breathwork class, on or offline. I would say with any of these classes, offline would be preferred. Um, but if you know things are o- online, then that's, that's fine too. Try to make a new friend today. So I don't know what that looks like for you, but I know as adults, um, it's something that we don't put a lot of effort in generally. And it's because when we grow up, we don't have that structure of recess and summer camp it's not built in right and so we have to um create that for ourselves so what does that look like for you to try to make a new friend i know my long stretches of singlehood uh i would try to kill two birds and take some kind of class usually fitness class and in that class i'd be super outgoing bump chest shake hands make eye contact and uh, just try to make new friends you know uh research a topic you've always wanted to learn about just take a deep dive, and you have no excuse today with the internet and AI. Read or listen to a new book, maybe the entire thing in one day. Go somewhere. I used to sometimes just ditch work, call in sick, and drive to the beach um, and just take in the entire book or run, you know, miles. Prepare a slow meal. Oh, sorry. I am dyslexic. Prepare a meal slowly. <laughs> What's a slow meal? 
share it with someone. Uh, my friend Buddy Wakefield and I, we used to do this, um, these dinners. I did this when I was single. Uh, we called it the nines, and we would invite nine people to my little uh, condo townhouse here in Los Feliz. And uh, it was great. There were just nine strangers. So uh, sometimes, you know, people we met in Ubers, um, maybe we had a famous friend. We just tried to pick the most random, on purpose, nine people. And uh, we had a little bit of structure. It was kind of a potluck thing, and it was awesome. We did that like once a month. Explore your city. Go to a part of the city you rarely or never go to. Rescue a dog. Volunteer or sign up to volunteer soon. Start a podcast. I know there's a lot of podcasts. Um, if it terrifies you, try it. And, you know, make yourself a promise that you'll do, you know, say 12 episodes and see what that feels like. Delete your dating apps. Redesign your apartment or living space. You don't have to do a complete remodel. Move furniture, buy some flowers, candles, some new art. Switch things up that feel good to you. One of the things that I I did um, when I was uh, single was I always had this belief that until you're in a relationship, you don't have to put a lot of effort into where you live. You know, um, it was just a transition, right? And so when you, every time I was single, when you go into where, whatever, you know, wherever I was living, apartments, a condo, whatever, it was just very nondescript. You could tell I put no effort to, into it. I mean, it was clean, but it was just generic. It was a blank canvas. And uh, a friend of mine said, why are you waiting? Like, you don't have to do a lot, but do something, you know? And I was like, she's right. And I just started simple things, a rug, a painting, you know, on the wall, some flowers, I, it, it was kind of an action to myself that I'm not going to wait to meet someone to have a living space that I like. And I realized, like, I was just subconsciously, um, it was a great visual because subconsciously um, I was doing a lot of that in all areas of my life, kind of hitting pause. And once I find someone, then I will, right? And I think that sets us up to put more pressure on ourselves to find someone. So you want to start dissolving those things. Hey, wanted to share with you something I'm super excited about. If you go to theangrytherapist.com forward slash premium, you not only get commercial-free episodes, but also something I'm introducing called series, rotating wellness topics, but not only lessons, but what do we do with this information? How do we thread this into our life so we could change our life? Go to theangrytherapist.com forward slash premium. If you're single and you've always, and you're living in a space where you've always wanted to like switch things up, um, buy some new, (laughs) buy a new bed, I don't know, whatever, uh, new sheets, little things, big things. Um, I really love the whole Marie Kondo thing. Uh, Keeping what sparks joy. And tossing other things. I think we, have, we should do that once a year. I mean, there's so much clutter in our closets and shit we don't wear that we're saving. I, I have, um, the other day I realized I had like shoes from 13 years ago. And I was looking at them. I was like, why do I have these pair of boots? Why am I not throwing them away? I never wear them. 
or or you know if they're in good condition donating them and i was like i'm just like holding on to shit because of memories you know and so it felt good just to go through my closets and just get rid of stuff that was from the past that i was just holding on to that i never wear and uh, it was just a good like a, a cleansing do something for someone else I know a lot of times uh, in my life when I was at my lowest, in my darkest moments, uh, what was really helpful for me, the vine that pulled me out of the quicksand, was to help other people. And you don't have to be a therapist or active on social media to do this. Um, you could help your neighbor. You could ask your neighbor out to coffee. Um, you could You could do so many things, right? You can call up a friend you haven't talked to in a while, see how they're doing. Or you could, like, volunteer. I know that uh, I served um, a lot of homeless people meals. I did that once. Um, But just getting out of your head, out of your house, and being of service. And all of these actions, no matter how big or how small, is you telling your body, and this is the important piece, right? It's you telling slash convincing your body that love in relationships is only one part of life. It is not the entire pie. It's a slice. So it's important to constantly convince yourself and your body that there's more to life. And I'm not just saying it. I'm putting action behind it. And here are some things I'm going to do or that I'm already doing. Now, if you're not single, I think it's just as important. You know, I think uh, maybe even more when you're in a relationship, it's really easy to just fall into routines and suddenly you're just locked at the hip with your partner. Everything you do, you, you you know, make sure your partner's coming or vice versa. I mean, how many times have you been in a relationship and you're like, you know what, I'm going to go out to dinner by myself. Like, has that, has that, hap- has that ever happened? <laughs> I think it's good. I think it's good to take a, a, you know, a staycation by yourself or with a friend. Um, this last weekend was Mother's Day. And I bought Vanessa and her friend... Um, just a one-night motel because uh, I had a pool and I just gave them a little staycation thing, a gift. And I think it's good for her. I think it's good for me, you know. Um, that kind of individual interdependence, healthy separation, healthy distance forces one to create his or her own life. Anyway, thank you for listening. I hope you look out for day three. And uh, also wanted to remind you before I leave, my podcast now has premium. It's a subscription. It's $4 a month or 36 I believe, for the entire year, which is you know a cup of coffee a month. Um, and I do bonus episodes, one a week. And an in-person call-in show, which you can call into, called Ask Angry. Uh, And the link to that is in the show notes when you subscribe. And uh, those episodes, the bonus ones, are more about um, homework and how to actually change your life, like the to-dos, kind of like what we're talking about here. It's actually like uh, audio workbooks. That's actually a great way to describe it. Um, And, of course, um, all episodes ad-free. And you can get that at namestherapist.com forward slash.